Today, to help record my intro, is my roommate Stephanie Corkery. Say hello, Stephanie. Hello, Stephanie. I knew you were going to do that bit. Oh, man. <laughs> start over. Start no, over. I refuse to start over. I, knew, I set you up to know that you were going to do that bit. Um, that's why I said, say hello, Stephanie, because I, it doesn't matter. I curse all the time. There's actually specifically a point in this very podcast where my guest cursed for the first time, and then, like, made sure it was okay, and then we joked about trying to get out all of the bad words all at, all at once. Uh, <gasps> I don't I, think we really, like, said too much bad things, but that's, it was a bit. I used to know a song that had a bunch of curse words. Do you mind if I try it right now? <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs> Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocks, like a motherfucker, tits, fart, farts, turds, and twat. I fucked your mom. Gosh, I haven't done that in a while. Who sings that? I have no idea. The gem <laughs> I used of to do song. it all the time. Shit, piss, fuck, cock, cocks like a motherfucker, tits, farts, turds, and twat. I fucked your mom. It sounds like. I think it was like Blink, Blink 182. 182. I think it is a Blink 182 song. I'm sure someone listening to this will know. And send, you can you can send it to the corrections department if you want. Uh, well, Steph and I are just, you know, sitting around, hanging out. She's planning her birthday celebration. Uh, her birthday's this Monday, so get her a card, at least. Yeah, at the very least. July 8th. July 8th. The big 2-1. Mm-hmm. one uh, Yeah, we're going, uh, we're going on a, a brewery tour. We're just trying to figure out our plan of attack. Yeah, so if you're listening to this and you're not doing anything on Saturday the 13th in the um, daytime... You can come drink with me on a trolley. And buy her a drink because it's her 21st birthday. It's my 21st birthday, so. You Shops. never you never know. Like, you just seem so wise. I have an old soul, yeah, people you seem tell me. So wise beyond your people years. People tell me, like, what are you, 24? You seem 24. And I go, no, I get that all the time. <laughs> I'm actually just turning 21. Oh, that's so cool. Um, well, you know who else just had a birthday? America! America. <laughs> <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> uh, we, we celebrated in style. I think my... In costumes. Uh, my favorite thing from Saturday was Joe Gennaro telling us that we... He asked us which uh, Bruce Springsteen <laughs> video we had just stepped out of. To which I replied, hey, come on, man. We were just dancing in the dark. Uh, thank you, thank you, I can hear you all applauding, thank you. <laughs> and then my favorite thing that someone said to us on Friday, the morning after, uh, Independence Day, is oh. we were, <laughs> we were walking downtown, and we were in a hurry, because we were trying, um, to get to the movie theater that's, uh, on Grand, and, uh, I guess it's on Illinois, it's just off the Grand Red Line. Anyway, I'm splitting hairs. Uh, we were in a hurry, and we passed these two guys, and one of them was like, whoa, 
these girls... These girls aren't messing around. These girls aren't messing around. <laughs> I didn't want to get it wrong, but that was it. He's like, whoa, these girls aren't messing around. And I turned and was like, we got a movie catch, bro, or something like that. I said something ridiculous. We trying to get to a movie. I think that's what I said. We trying to get to a movie. When in reality, we were trying to get to three movies. Three. We saw This is the End. The Way Way Back and Monsters U, all of which get ringing endorsements get from both m- the of the mullet, us. get the mullet seal of approval. The mullet seal of approval. That's what we call our apartment. The mullet business in the front, party in the back. If you had ever come here, you'd understand. You can come on my birthday. Uh, at, after, after the. I just meant like literally on Monday. You can just oh, on by. Monday. Oh, I was thinking <laughs> of your um, birthday celebration. You could meet here too. Um, well, this episode features J.B. Hanna, uh, discussing his love of all things British, British culture and British accents and British comedies and television and and British music are all things that we discuss. Uh, Stephanie does make at least three appearances, if I remember correctly. I was in the apartment for the first time. Right. Um... And we discovered that she can only be quiet for about 45 minutes. <laughs> as long as I last. <laughs> uh, but also, it didn't help that the doorbell rings and it's. Uh, we found out it was UPS, but spoiler alert, <laughs> I shouldn't have said anything. Ah. Well, just skip over that 10 seconds where I, where I blow the cover of who is at the door. Uh, but you don't know why they're there? Still a mystery. All right, um, signing off, enjoy, oh, um, uh, JB and I, uh, were, are in the Xanadudes together, we just haven't had a show in a while, we don't have any shows scheduled right now, but it still exists, um, and, yeah, we, that's a, the sketch group that we are in, so keep an eye out for the Xanadudes, JB writes and performs i have only performed with them in the past i never wrote anything for them but who knows man who knows what the future will bring they also have the mullet seal of approval boom we're going here we are with my rich manly voice (laughs) look at how well it's picking up i told you oh oh i like that (laughs) Anyway, how's it going? Yeah, hi guys. Um, Today my guest is JB Hanna. Hello. Um, We've known each other for a while. Mm -hmm. Did we meet through Mike Lara or through Ben Ellis? I think you guys came to a Xanadude show together. Yeah, I think that's right. Then we've been fans of each other ever since. Yeah, (laughs) aw, that's a cute way to say it. I was very excited to be to be here. You're very good at this. I've listened to two episodes. That's and, awesome. Yeah, and uh, I like uh, how honest what, Matt was his name. Yeah, the yeah. Action figures. Uh huh. That was a good one. I am. I my, really liked that one too. Reminded me a lot of myself, like uh, how I used to obsess about storylines for my action figures as well. I think you guys would be really good friends, honestly. He seems like a good dude. He is a good dude. I'm yeah. glad we're showing him some love at the top. Yeah, what? what? <laughs> What's up, Matt? I don't know you. <laughs> oh, what? Who's that beautiful girl who just walked in the room? Oh, must be your roommate, <laughs> Stephanie. <laughs> Stephanie is here. It's the first <laughs> podcast she's been episode, uh, she's been present for. 
She she could say hello. Hi. <laughs> we got gotcha. you. The internet. Um, hello to the internet. Hello to the internet. She's making dinner in the kitchen because that's how our relationship works. Perfect. I do the work. <laughs> she makes the food. That's not true at all. It just happens to be true today. She's laughing because it's not true, not because it's hiding the tears. <laughs> <laughs> So do you do you uh, drop in your Audible sponsorship ad like, uh, later? Or? Yeah, yeah. Like when I ask you a really poignant question, that's when I'll <laughs> cut it off. Like, hey guys, uh, stamps dot com slash mbs slash mbsing. Uh, cool. Um, JV is here to talk about British yeah culture. His love sure. of British. Do you yeah. want to make it any more specific than that, or well, I'm okay with you doing it pretty broad yeah i would say pretty broad um you know it just it's something i can remember really enjoying since i was a kid cool and like i mean i think like most people who enjoy british things it starts with the accent (laughs) it's the best accent yes fact of like all i don't know in the uk you know there are uh but I'm sure dozens upon dozens of like regional British mm-hmm. accents, and all of them are delightful. <laughs> like, do you remember the first time, like when when would be I've, the first time that you experienced it? I bet it. You know, I bet I've experienced it horribly. And when uh, Mary Poppins was a movie that played yes. a lot as a child, so I heard Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> oh, an, an accent that everyone usually yeah. insults. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's apparently a terrible one, but I've never understood that. I it's think the it's first delightful. One I heard. Yeah. I think it's great. That's one of my mom's favorite movies, so we watched that a lot as a kid as well. That is the right... He is in that, right? Yeah. Nothing of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. No. Is he in that too? Uh, yeah, I think so. Also Maybe. Cockney? Is it the same character in both worlds? In I honestly don't know. I've never seen Chitty universe. Chitty Bang Bang. Oh. Wow. I know a couple of the songs from it, but I've never seen the whole thing. I wish you had told me that before I came all the way here <laughs> to talk about this. <laughs> it was I was only gonna do forty five minutes on Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, but that's right out the door. Yeah, yeah, and I think so. Like, uh, and as I, as I as I got older, then like all the great like British invasion music, mm. like uh, I started to really enjoy the Kinks and the Who and the Beatles, of course, etc. So like I mean, to me like they've got that, and like there's something just really, you're, you're automatically like cooler and smarter than me if you have a British accent. I think. Yeah, I definitely think that they'll always have that over us because I feel like they. I may be making an assumption, but I think our accent sounds immediately stupider. Stupid than theirs. Definitely more more stupid. And then our our like. America's dumber accent. Uh, I'm talking to you, the South. And, uh, <laughs> um, isn't it? Doesn't it come kind of from from England? Isn't it like? Uh, isn't <clears throat> it like an English accent that has been rotted for the last like 200 that years or something? Would make sense, I guess. <sighs> I can't remember. I'm not smart. I feel isn't like there I'm... some? Isn't there some kind of scientific uh, question of or study of what? early American accents did sound like, like how the English accent evolved into ours. Right. And, uh, I definitely, I feel like I've read a lot about that and remembered none of it. Um, (laughs) that's how I feel about life. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's why I wanted to do MBSing. Whatever. Podcast isn't school. Shouldn't be be school. 
<laughs> cover my mouth. No, say everything with your hand over your mouth. Hello. Um. So what? Uh. So the inception you think was probably Mary accent. I guess I just thought it was probably Mary the first Poppins. time I heard any kind of like English accent. Um. I'm assuming just because it was. Seriously, that movie was played, like, bi-weekly for the first six years of my life. <laughs> my sister wouldn't stop watching it. How old's your sister? She is, uh... uh or how uh, in relation to you? Oh, uh, she's five years older, so okay. she's 35. That's my... That, thank you for, for that. I would not have been able to get there otherwise. <laughs> I was only giving you the out if you didn't want to say how old you were. Oh, I'm, I'm 30, guys. <laughs> Hello! I'm 30 and not ready to mingle. Uh, my brother will be 30 in July, so the same age difference applies between he and I, because I am 25. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Are you worried about turning 30? Um, do you, do you, does it cross your mind at all? Every once in a while, but I just got to 25, so I feel like I'm just going to... It's a ways yet, yeah. I'm just going to ride it out for a while. I think 25 is like probably the the best age. I'm working on it, making it the best age. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I've that's been good. in it for like three weeks or something like that. That's right. <sighs> oh my God, happy birthday. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> perfectly <laughs> acceptable. Um, what? So I would love to talk about comedy for a second, Let's British comedy. It. Yes, of course. Because I feel like I'm sorely lacking in British comedy knowledge, honestly. Okay. Like I know of a lot of British comedy, but what? what would you, what are your favorites? How did you... Uh, discover them as you were growing up? Well, there's a really big list, actually, of, like, amazing British, like, comedy television shows and British comedians. Um, the big one, and probably the one that I... I saw Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Uh, I'm picturing that as probably the earliest British comedy that I ever saw. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a classic. I figured Monty Python would be on yeah, the list. Yeah. It, 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 you can't say British comedy and not include No, it. totally. And, and uh... Just, I mean, I didn't quite, I'm sure I, I know I didn't get everything. I watch it now and I still don't get everything. <laughs> I, mostly because of how goddamn British that show can be sometimes. Right. I can swear. D- yes. Fuck. Yeah, you can yeah. fucking swear. If you Fuck. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Yeah, get them all out. All of them? Uh-huh. Uh, no, 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 uh, I don't oh. know if I, um, okay. what, uh, so you, do you watch like Flying Circus on DVD? And stuff I have like that? every episode of the Flying Circus on DVD. You're one of those yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I appreciate I that a lot. I just never really. I've seen a few. I've seen a couple episodes of Flying Circus. I saw Holy Grail probably when I was late high school, early college. Oh, man. Yeah, it. I definitely everything I've seen has been fairly late. Well, so you've seen a little, little of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard there's a popular opinion that women do not like Monty Python. I don't think that's true. I just don't... I haven't taken much of it in. Yeah. Uh, I I don't think I've experienced very much of it, but what I've seen, I've liked. I I understand and appreciate why it is considered, you know, monumental for comedy and what it... how it affected comedy in general and how it really typifies British comedy. Uh, I've seen that... Isn't there a parrot sketch? Dead parrot sketch, yeah. yeah. I've seen that. I, I feel like I've seen a lot of the iconic ones. Sure. The, uh... Well, I've never understood that argument that women 
wouldn't necessarily like. Is that it just show. a sillier brand of comedy? So, but, but like, I mean, well, what is what I was going to say is like, it's not a terribly masculine show. No, it's I don't think so like either. The jokes aren't aimed just at men at, at all. Like, I I don't think that like there's nothing on the surface that I think would would uh, like preclude women from watching it or enjoying it rather. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then, is it just like it's, it seems stupid to say that women just don't like absurd comedy? Because I guess I agree. You know, I mean, there's plenty of women that perform wonderfully absurd comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't think of any of them right now, <laughs> but I'm sure they're. Out uh, there. I think Maria Bamford can get pretty absurd. Call in and let us know if you're an absurd female comedian. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Yeah, of, Maria Bamford, perfect example. I think she's amazing. I think she's fairly absurd. I love her. She's one of my favorite. Comedians, period, not just female comedians. Definitely. I'd love to know what she thinks of Monty Python. I, we should tweet her. We should. Bamfu. Bamfu, if you're listening, call us. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I, so, uh, I think, would, I, would the same thing apply to Kids in the Hall? Because I feel like a lot of chicks love Kids in the Hall, but I yeah. feel like it's a relatively similar brand of comedy. Definitely. I would agree. Uh, uh, you know those guys had to have been influenced by... Monty Python, incredibly. Yeah, I would, I would say so. And then, the, and you never hear that argument like, "Oh, women don't like kids in the hall." Yeah. So I think probably the whole thing is is just a bunch of hokum. That's right, hokum. Hokum. Um, hokum. Uh, oh, that sounds. Weird. That sounds really <laughs> gross when I spaced it out like that. I asked you I'm to sorry. get all of the dirties out. I'm earlier. sorry, Mary Beth's parents. Mom, do they listen will, to the show? Mom's listened to at least the first two. Hi. Um, so Hi, I get a lot of texts about like how to facilitate making it easier to listen to. Mm. Uh, so wait, meaning what? Um, just like ways that she can listen to it on her phone because she has an iPhone uh, and things like that. Uh, that's how I would listen to it as well. That's how I listen to all the podcasts that I do listen to. Are you on iTunes yet? Um, there's a way to get it open on iTunes, but I'm not specifically in the iTunes store. Okay. Someone told me that they would, um, help me do that. I ha- I wanted to kind of get a few going before I, cause sure, I wanted to sure. get like graphics and things like that and that make sense. the site look nice before I, uh, put it on iTunes. And I just haven't taken the time to do that yet. Definitely. Did you know that I had a podcast for a I did. I listened to a few episodes. Oh, did you? It. Yeah, oh, yeah. I definitely listened. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely listened to the one that had Mike Lara on it. Oh, good. Aforementioned Mike Lara. He's a good uh, man, that Mike was Lara. Dan, Dan and JB's. JB and Dan something something. We could never really uh, agree on the title. I wanted to call it JB Hates Dan. <laughs> of course he did. That's the most accurate. That would be the most accurate title for the show. Um... <laughs> Yeah, but uh, I didn't come here just to just to slag Dan off. Uh, you are terrible, Dan. Just in case you listen to this, you're you're terrible. But um, yeah, so but it was uh, it was an interesting process, and like I guess we were on iTunes, and I have no idea how it happened. Like, oh really? One thing good, Dan. The one thing Dan was good for is that he managed to uh, get us on iTunes and stuff. I, s- I know a friend of mine offered. Um, help if I needed it to get my... He does the podcasting for the Nerdlogs. He does all the Your cool. Stories podcasts. Uh, Eric Garneau, shout out. Um, he's a great guy. Uh, he offered me help to transfer it to iTunes because he said it would be easier for him to listen to. And I was like, it would probably be easier for a lot of people to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just trying to get some stuff. Just trying to get it going. Yeah. Get a little crowd first. Definitely. I think that's smart. 
I but anyway, British stuff. British stuff. I mean, I was the one who took it to Kids in the Hall, which is Canadian. Which is like, you know, Brit- British light. I yeah, I agree. It's similar. Uh, so you, have you ever been to the UK? I have been to London. for. Okay. I was in London for a couple of days once. And awesome. it's a fantastic city. Um, I wasn't there for very long, so I just did like t- very touristy things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw a, I saw Wicked. Yes, yeah, which was, I saw Wicked in London. I hated it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I'm not really a big it's musical. Very guy. musical theater. Yeah, you know I, I mean I love the I love the the makeup and the the production. Mm, the production is incredible. Incredible. And the theater I saw it in, uh, I think it was one of the Vicks and oh, uh, old, old or Vic young. Or yeah, yeah whatever the what I don't know. Um, yeah, but anyway, so I was in uh, London. I hated Wicked, and then uh, you know, I <laughs> I loved Wicked yeah. when I saw it in London. Just yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you, what do you say uh, to the rumor that men typically don't like Wicked? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know very many women who like it, so I would say that's more founded than I would say of the people that I know who don't like Wicked. More of them are men than women. Right. That's I would, just I would say my that's probably one hundred percent true. <laughs> The, um, uh, but anyway, like, yeah, I literally, you know, I had fish and chips twice mm-hmm. in three days and mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, we rode on the eye and like yeah. wa- walked along Did the Did you Thames do it at night or band. during the day? Uh, the, the, the eye. eye was during the day. Okay. It was during the day. And, uh, but yeah, it's lovely. Like there's. For those who don't know, that's like please, the big, yeah. um, it's a giant Ferris wheel that has little pods that you go inside of. That might be yeah. something that's very common knowledge, but I, just to make sure. Just in case. Uh, and it's right next to Big Ben and the Houses of Parliament right. and everything, so the view of um, the city is awesome. Yes, that's the yes, that's a great place to see most of the city. Um, but yeah, no, I really like being there and just like, but like, and going back to the accent thing, just like listening to people talk mm-hmm. and like, I'm so glad you're taking my food order because I can listen to you, <laughs> listen to you talk more and, uh, and everything. I wish was it I part had of a accent. larger trip? It was, yes. I was in France for a week visiting uh, my ex who was studying abroad. And I was meeting her at the end of her study abroad. And then we took like a little European trip. Cool. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I did study abroad in the UK and Ireland. Really? For a year or a semester? Uh, A semester. So I was in Dublin for three weeks. Um, We went over most of the UK for about two on a little like ten day bus tour, and then we were in London for five weeks. So whoa, yeah. Whoa. So I was there, and then we were in Stratford for two weeks, which oh, fantastic was probably one of my favorite parts of the trip because um, we got to see a bunch of stuff at the Royal Shakespeare Company. Yeah, and did was, you see the Globe Theater? When you yeah, were we <clears throat> we saw. Um, it's our night's dream at the globe oh you saw a show there yeah oh yeah my gosh. <laughs> it was awesome. i just took the tour wow oh that's still cool yeah, yeah that was i think seeing the show was one thing but we got to talk to one of the guys who i think was i mean it was something that they did through the school so it was like one of the education people involved at the globe and doing the q a with him was so cool he made awesome he made one of my favorite comments about how uh Tina Fey was helping um, 
America's politics in a way that like no politician could. Oh, when she was like, doing her Sarah Palin mm-hmm, impression because I was in '08, right? And uh, and it was right before the election. So even this guy in the UK, it was because we were talking about how much Shakespeare culturally affected things, uh-huh. and he was just he made the he drew the comparison of how modern. Uh, pop culture is affecting politics and I totally it it like kind of blew my mind but also I kind of fell in love with him because I was just I I knew how cool and important it was um did he if I may interrupt you for a second did did, uh did he relate that to like Shakespeare doing a very similar thing back in his time yeah commenting on how um I don't know if he really thought that comedies that Shakespeare wrote affected politics, but the, you know, just the political commentary in general of a lot of his shows, um, that was definitely a comparison that he was drawing. Well, it's so funny, just, I mean, if you you were just to not even watch one of his shows, but, you know, go travel back in time 400 years or whatever it would be, Mm -hmm. and uh, just, like, look at the people in the theater, like, they had had the, like, the... The Hierarchy. poorest shit people, yeah, yeah. like, in the worst shit-covered part of the like, yeah. theater. And then there are people who have, like, who were millionaires of the time, sitting, like, in lofty seats above, looking, literally looking down on them, uh-huh. you know? I think that's really interesting. And then, and, and everyone enjoyed it equally, mm-hmm. or, like, In a different same. way, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But sure, yeah, and everyone was there for entertainment. Right. Um. To, to get over the being, to get over... Uh, having to live in the 16th century. Right? That shit would be horrible. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's one of the... I think, personally, if I may, that's one of the things that affects you may, I think. their culture and their history the most is just that they've been around so much yeah, fucking longer. No kidding. All of their history is so rich and yeah. different and all their shit is so old and you can go anywhere in the U.S. and it's young by comparison. Super young. Right, right. It's easy. It's very easy to forget or to forget that. Yeah, the uh, I take that for granted. I think a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I think mean, most of us do as Americans. Yeah, it just it, since we've you and I have not known a time where America wasn't a thing, right? Uh, nor anyone alive. But um, like we just assume like I, I you know everything is everything like the entire every country in the world like follows the same track. You know, mm-hmm. I like. Uh, Institutionally. Oh, I'm trying to say. Like, uh, I think this is why culture shock happens so much, you know? Yeah. Because you get used to good old America, and then you go anywhere else, and it's so different, and oh, I'm not saying anything. No, no, I know what you're saying. <laughs> this is where I'll throw in the uh, audible. Yes. No, no. Um, I know what you're saying, because it, even if you just look at it politically, you're looking at... Um, I mean, yes, the Houses of Parliament have become much more important uh, politically yeah. in, in the UK, but they still have a monarch, right, you know? <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, that's still a huge part of their culture, yeah. if nothing else. That's, that's so weird to me. Uh, they, The monarch, uh, the queen, like, doesn't do anything as far as right. I can tell. But we still upset. Like the world obsesses about her life and her kids. And, uh-huh. like, Think about the freaking princess wedding. Yeah, exactly. everyone was going nuts over that. And it's just 
it's just a wedding to people <laughs> to two people you you will never meet and you will never speak to and that aren't that important no in the world no in the they're world just they're, they literally are just figureheads now right and and they're a symbol of like the once mighty british empire i yeah. guess but yeah like, i mean for i think that says huge things about their culture in general and the effect that it still has on the world do you think do you think it'll ever go back yeah or, well do you think the will do you think the monarchy is something that will ever will ever be phased out of of their culture I would be incredibly surprised. Yeah, I don't think it. I don't think it will. I think they're always going to have that lineage and design. I, I would be incredibly surprised. I suppose it's a symbol of strength mm-hmm. for many UK citizens. Mm-hmm. So. <sighs> it's all are speculation. They, who are they going to ask God to save? That's if not right. the Queen. How about Queen the band? I love Queen. Yeah, I do too. Let's talk about Queen. Cool. Uh, they're great. Uh huh. I wish they were still around. Me too. I, th- I think if I were to, if I had a time machine to go back and go see like any concert, I would. I think I would be a fool if I didn't go to a Queen concert. That's a damn good choice, as far as I'm concerned. Even though my favorite band is not Queen, it seems like they would be just an amazing live performance. I totally like, agree. I wouldn't mean, you want to see Freddie, Freddie Mercury? Mercury? Oh. Of course. Oh of course. God. The man is... he He's a very specific performer that I don't think comes along very often. I agree. If, if, if at all. You can... It's not often where you don't... You can just listen to him and, like, feel his charisma. I totally you know? agree with you. That's I, how, I think their music really typifies that. <clears throat> definitely. And, uh, like, they... Man, it's... It, each, each musician in the band is so, like so talented mm-hmm. and and the, and then you've got this the front man like probably the maybe i don't know maybe, probably the best ever i don't know he's my favorite i, I, I can't think. i can't the only person i could think of to really <sighs> compare to him is bowie yeah just because of like the persona Definitely. and everything but right that's honestly one of the only people i can even think to put in the same sentence as far as no, I think it's a good call and that uh, uh, again like you can just like you can you just hear their voice and you're like oh my god yeah uh, I'm, I'm straight as an arrow but <laughs> I'll do whatever that man would like me to do oh man um, and that's funny uh, that you bring them bring them up because uh, you know they Queen and David Bowie made that track mm-hmm. Under Pressure together mm-hmm. which is an amazing song mm-hmm. and just recently online um, you can find this if you google uh, they did uh, there's a link to the isolated vocal tracks for that song oh cool and like you can hear each of their parts exactly separately exactly what each one of them sings yeah and it's uh, it's it's really cool and it just I'm shows you definitely how gonna look pure that up. their I will yeah. uh, link it in yeah. the notes Woo. Uh, Under Pressure um what I was gonna ask one more question. I can't remember what it was. Uh, what is your favorite band? Oh, uh, the Who, another okay. British band. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're the greatest of all time. Um, favorite song? Favorite Who song? You. Have you ever seen them live? I've seen them twice live. Okay, I thought you had. I just saw them a couple months ago, and I saw them ten years ago, which is seems crazy. For some say. reason, I thought you had seen... So you saw the tour where they played all of the... Quadrophenia. Yeah. yeah. 
I thought so. Yeah, it was pretty great. Ryan Ben was at that show. Yeah, yeah I remember you guys talking about that. Yeah. Um, sweetheart Ryan Ben. Oh, he's doing the show in a couple weeks. Oh, I can't yeah. wait to hear if that. Not that. If not sooner. Yeah, like 10 days. That's fantastic. Yeah, so he'll be soon. That'll be a fun time. <laughs> um, but yeah, favorite song? Eh. Um, probably, I guess I'll be, okay, I'll go a little maybe pretentious here, but, uh, um, <laughs> it was on a, it's on a live recording. Oh, the Rolling Stones did a variety show one time, uh, with a bunch of great British, British bands. Um, like John Lennon performed a song and, uh, uh fuck, um, well, you know, British bands. British bands. And, uh, <laughs> the Who played, uh, they played, I think right before the Stones or uh, they certainly did play right before the, uh, before the Stones. Mm-hmm. And, um, they did a quick one while he's away. Oh yeah, to, uh, you know that song? Uh huh. From the Rushmore soundtrack. I know. That's I why I know it honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just about to mention that I heard it on a soundtrack, and I could. I, I don't know if I would have remembered it was Rushmore. So yeah, I, I think it's during like the montage scene where Bill Murray and Jason Schwartzman are like actively trying to fuck each other. Yes, up I'm in their romantic pretty pursuit. sure you're right. Yeah. The um, I'm glad. I mean, I'm glad that people know that song. For, it, for any reason because it's right. awesome anyway so like they did this version of that song live on this show and it was amazing that like the awesome. song the song's great on its own but they just like they were such an amazing live band and then uh-huh. i i own probably seven seriously seven or eight different versions of that song and that's, that's the best awesome one. and uh yeah and like they basically showed up the stones on their own show and uh that People say that's part of the reason that this variety show wasn't like more of a thing. Like was they, because the Stones yeah, didn't. Yeah, they do, they weren't like miss. you know the top on their own programs. Like they're, they had to take their little egos. Would they do the? Would they do it for? Just I, I, I TV. It? I think. Okay, that's yeah, what I, yeah, I think yeah, I remember yeah. that. So the Rolling Stones Rock and Roll Circus is what it's called. Okay, and so, I mean it's a it exists as an album and it's fantastic. I don't know if. If there's a video, if there's like a DVD of it yet, and there might be, there probably is, but um, yeah, check out the album. It's really good. It sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, I've always loved. I mean, my dad got me into classic rock when I was growing up because <clears throat> he that's all he listens to on the radio. Yeah, yeah. So my mom listened to country on the radio. My dad listened to classic rock. So it, depending on who you know took me to school or picked me up from school, that's what I would listen to. Would they listen to the Osmonds when they were in the car together? <laughs> Um, that's hilarious. Um, not usually, but I do always, uh, not necessarily joke, but point out that the places where their music taste aligned were, um, uh, Billy Joel and Elton John. Like they went to see them during, on this like dueling piano tour that they did many, many years ago. But they were, those were like two of the only people that they both super duper loved. And, um, James Taylor. I feel like uh, all, like, very adult, love James yeah, Taylor. all very, like, parent, easy listening type guys, yep. but I like all three of those people now because it was something that they would listen to right. a lot because right. if they wanted something they both agreed <laughs> on, that's what they would do, but I feel like I got into all of these British bands because of my dad, and I thank him for that, because so, I feel like I know a lot of all of their, at least, greatest hits because of... sure. All those years of listening to 99.7, the fucks. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the fuck. <laughs> 99.7, the fuck. 
sorry, 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 Chris sorry, and Gil. Sorry. Um, no, I'm sorry. That was a di- we uh, digressed from uh, the Queen in the Who. One of the other things that you mentioned, yes, uh, that I would love to touch on is uh, yes. Doctor Who. Yes, I have seen. Two or three seasons of the okay. newer. That's all I've seen is the new. I've seen sporadic old, old classic ones, but okay. Yeah. The uh, the new who is all I'm really familiar with. Okay, but you've seen all of it. Yes. Okay. Very much so. I haven't gotten to any Matt Smith yet. You are in for a treat. I know, and everyone says that that yeah. he may very well be their favorite. I've heard a lot of people say that he's their favorite Doctor. He's my favorite. Wow. I'm going to okay. say it. I'm saying it My favorite thus far is David Tennant. He's great too. But, I mean, what else do... The only one before him was Chris... Christopher Eccles- Eccleston. Yes. Eccleston. Yes. And he only did it for one season. Mm-hmm. And I liked Chris Eccleston. Mm-hmm. But David Tennant brings just a totally different... Oh, yeah. He's so much more fun. and funziness and to cute. it. cute. He's a cutie oh, pie. Oh, he's so cute. I actually... <laughs> um, Bragtown... Bragtown races sing this song. I saw. <laughs> oh, can't wait to hear this. <laughs> I saw David Tennant play Hamlet in oh, the UK. Was that with Patrick Stewart? Too? Yes, I saw. I might have to murder you. <laughs> I saw it twice. I might have to jealousy murder you. Uh, yeah, Bragtown races. Um, have you seen the amazing. Have you seen the PBS version of it? No, not yet. I have a copy of it in my room. I will loan it to you. Uh, because it is incredible. Oh my God. It's not. I mean, it's not the same as seeing it live, obviously. Because what is? But yeah. the the like filmed version of it is very good. Cool. And David Tennant is an incredible Hamlet. And he plays Hamlet. And yeah, Patrick yeah. Stewart plays Claudius. Claudius. Um, and when you watch it, you'll have to pay special attention to Horatio because I had a big crush on him. Oh. And we, I, all of my trip crashed the um cast party because it was at a bar oh Um, because there's like one bar in stratford that everyone goes to okay and i met him at the cast (gasps) party and we danced to thriller together and then he sang the whole like the the part of thriller that's all just like uh, uh." he did the whole thing and i then i peed my pants oh my god how did you yeah how did you no, it was just the guy. This was the guy who played Horatio. The, so, like Patrick Stewart and David Tennant are too famous to go to their uh, own of course, parties. Of course. So, uh, still, that's very. But cool. I got um, David Tennant's autograph. That was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, definitely got a jealousy about you. Um, what's your favorite? So, Matt Smith's your favorite. Yeah, doctor. Matt Smith's the, fa- the favorite. I took doctor. it way off course because I just wanted to brag. You had a, yeah, that, that is fine. You, you, you but. <laughs> That's how I got into Doctor Who. I hadn't seen any of it before that. Oh, so, okay, cool. Because I was like, David Tennant's on this show, Doctor Who. I'll start watching it. That's fantastic. Of yeah. You have to be one of the only Americans to see that first, to see yeah. his Hamlet before his Doctor Who. Probably. Wow. Our trip was... There were very few Doctor Who... There were like two or three people who had seen a lot of Doctor Who before okay. it. Um, so but, is he the Doctor at that time? He was the current doctor, wow. yeah. Okay, cool. I think I think he had just announced that he was leaving. Okay. But as far as anyone knew at that time, he was the doctor. That's fantastic. Yeah, it was awesome. Wow. Yeah. Um, but there were a few people on our trip who were like, ah, <laughs> what? I bet. Yeah. I bet. But I was just like, this guy's 
awesome, and he's a great actor. And he played Barty Crouch Jr. in the Harry Potter movie. Cause that's, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yes. What's your? Do you have a favorite um, Doctor Who episode? I have only seen the first. First couple. Two and a half seasons. Hmm. Well, that's tough. Um, have you seen the Weeping Angels? Uh, I think it's a later. They, I don't I think, think so. They introduce it later. I've heard of it, turns. but I don't think I've seen it. Okay, that's a really good one. Um, I feel like everyone talks about the what, blink. I that's the, blink that's that one. That's that one. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay, okay. That's I think part one of the first time. I was going to guess that that was it. Because it's late yeah. in the season that I'm watching currently. Okay, okay. Then again, you are in for a treat. <laughs> and um, yeah, that's a really really good one. Um, Gosh, I always, you know what, I always have a hard time, I usually don't say favorite things, like if you, like, what's your favorite movie, like I'll, And I've only answers barraging you. <laughs> the, uh, uh, no, I mean, it's a completely legitimate question, it's just my own, my own brain won't let me pick, oh, I, like, a, a favorite I feel thing. very similarly, yeah, so. Yeah, 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 it, it's, uh. I like a lot of things, and I don't like being forced to choose the one that I like the most. You know what's weird? I'll, like. I'll say for just for example, like I'll be like, I think Django Unchained is my favorite Quentin Tarantino movie, mm. and then then like I'll feel bad for Inglorious yeah. Bastards. <laughs> it's so weird. Like yeah. it's not even. Right. I, I, I don't feel bad for a person. Uh-huh. I don't feel bad for the people you in the movie. Feel I feel bad for, for this a intangible thing that you also yes. like. Yeah. I totally understand that feeling. <laughs> I absolutely do. It's so weird, and like no one, I'll never be found out. The Inglorious Bastards isn't going to come to my house and like, <laughs> hey, what the fuck is this? You like Django better than us my, or me? Michael or Fassbender is not going to come to your door. Wait, what? But if now? he does, it's not. If he does. Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Because I love him. Yeah. Uh, what? Tell me. Have there only been three doctors on three, the modern one? Yes, and Matt Smith just announced that he is leaving. I heard that. Yeah. So this this current season has he finished the current season? The current yet? season just ended a month ago. Or okay. Something? And um, yeah, so like all there is now, it, there there's the 50th anniversary special Ooh. featuring David Tennant and Matt Smith. Ooh. I know, I know, how I they know. gonna do that? I don't know how they gonna do that. Go back in time or something, probably. <laughs> oh my god! This is the best episode you've ever done. Just for that, just for that line. Just for that one line. Absolutely. If I ever do a best of reel, fifty eps in. So then, yeah, the uh, uh, there's the anniversary special and then the Christmas special. And yeah. And that's it. The Christmas special, you will regenerate into okay. somebody new. I wasn't sure if, because I knew between Chris Eccleston and David Tennant, they switched it during the Christmas special, right? R- I think Is that relatively, so. I think that's a relatively common Yeah. That's another very British thing. The Christmas the special? The Christmas special. Right. And like, everyone... Are a lot of people really just like they do that's what they do they watch a bunch of tv on christmas as a family i, mm-hmm. guess, I would hope it's just so interesting that i feel like in the u.s it's almost the opposite there's never the only things that show during on christmas. during christmas are all reruns right or, or like, specials of like concerts or something yeah or like charlie brown and yeah yeah something yeah. everyone's already seen definitely and 
a lot of people watch that. I mean, my family always tries to watch Charlie Brown Christmas every year as a good example nice. that you gave. Excuse okay. me. Um, I feel like we've been watching Elf a lot recently as well. Um, Elf, not Alf. Elf. Elf with Will Ferrell, not Elf from not, Melmac. Not Elf. That'd be the awesome. It was your tradition God. to watch Elf every Christmas. I, I, I don't know if I've ever watched an episode of Elf. So. That's right. I am five years old. <laughs> as we established early on. Elf is one of my cultural touchstones, and yeah. you've got the Wizards of Waverly Place. I never watched that, you <laughs> bite your goddamn tongue. I feel like you'd have to be five years younger probably, than me to, for that to have actually been uh, I was just throwing some shit your way. You could have come up with another Disney show, I know. and it probably would have been all the fuck over <laughs> well, Smart Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Love me some Smart Guy. Oh, I thought you were calling me smart guy. Mm. I thought, like, I bet you could think of something better, smart, smart guy. guy. <laughs> I did not know smart guy I really was, was referencing a show. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, no, it had Taj Maori on it. Is she... F- who, it's who uh, Tia and Tamara okay, Maori's younger brother. That last name sounds familiar. Yeah, they came on as... They did a guest thing during one episode, but I can't remember what it was. Wow, they're a real acting dynasty. <laughs> yeah. The Maoris. I don't think Taj has really done much since Smart Guy. It was about a kid who went to high school even though he was like 11. Oh, my God. A 10. It literally calls him 10 in the theme song. In my day, we called it Doogie Hauser MD. It's essentially the same <laughs> concept. You That's wouldn't awesome. be the only person. I never saw an episode of Doogie Hauser either. Wait, I'm trying to remember something about Smart Guy, maybe. Is this... It was the kid... He's real little, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know he's 11, so he's little, but... He was 10. I was the one who said 11. It's wrong. It says 10 oh, you, and you in the theme correct, song. You had to make sure to correct <laughs> <Yeah>. yourself. <laughs> in the theme song, it says a 10-year-old whiz kid bust in high school. Jody with the thousand IQ. He's got away with the ladies, and he's keeping it real. Your favorite little study buddy, he knows the drill. Daddy said he's a kid on the ball. Very clever. You can say that he's bright, brainy, gifted, whatever. Your brother is smart. <laughs> Fantastic. So, Stephanie knows smart guy as well. If this wasn't already the best episode you've ever done. Now it is. My goodness. (laughs) Nail in the coffin. You're welcome, America. (laughs) So when I bring up smart guy, I mean, (laughs) it was important. (laughs) Uh, Who's the roots for your generation, right? The roots? Or, uh... The uh, roots, just roots. Um, oh, the, uh, the miniseries oh. from the seventies about yeah. racism. Uh huh. I know what you're talking about. Landmark. Kunta Kinte. Kunta Kinte. Yes. Yeah, it's the same. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's what I thought. Thank it's you. very much the same. Okay, great. That was Lavar Burton, right? Lavar Burton. Um, I Danny Glover, I think. Uh, to um, give Stephanie a nod again, I recently put a. I think it was Stephanie or someone. I did it to someone where I put a headband over my eyes. And I said, I'm Jordy LaForge. Yeah. And then I was like, LeVar Burton's character from Star Trek just... <laughs> and I was like, oh, got it. <laughs> uh, the last thing that I'll ask yes. is how do you think... One of the things that you mentioned is that you love the British attitude. Yeah. And I feel like you've brought this up earlier mm-hmm. on in this PCAST as well. Probably. That's how I like to shorten it. PCAST. PCAST. Same amount of syllables. It's still same. Less letters. Um, <laughs> is like the attitude of the UK. How do you think, do you think that's something that affects how you view life or how you live life? 
No. It, <laughs> <laughs> I really can't say it does. Uh, you're talking about like like keep a stiff upper lip and all that? Um, I mean anything, any way that you want. Keep calm and carry on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, boy, that'd be great if I could keep calm while carrying on. <laughs> I'm very bad at doing both. Um, no, and, and when, that'd be great. I don't know, I, I, yeah, I've never thought about it. Maybe I should, I should try to be more British. We should all try to be more British. Um, I is there anything certain, I think there are certain, like, uh, etiquette things that they still take into it. Well, I mean, like you said, um, keep a stiff upper lip. You know, right. bottling it seems like a pretty British uh, thing. Repress, repression? Yeah, repression. Yeah. I don't necessarily think that's something to hold fast to. No. I think that's the uh, the enemy of having a, having a... of being happy. I agree with you yeah. uh alternatively to tweak the question please um uh do you think that there's anything that your love of british culture uh and music and comedy etc cetera, etc cetera, how do you think that do you think that affects your life in any other way not necessarily in that you <laughs> live your life like a british person person <laughs> would <laughs> but uh i don't know anything that um ideals from there Music or uh, how do you think it affects the way you write comedy? Oh, that's interesting. Uh, huh. Well, I've never given it too much thought. Um, I suppose it would have to. I've mm-hmm. like I feel like I've taken in so, so much, much British, right? So much specifically British comedy that it, I, I would be amazed to find out somehow that it didn't. Yeah, um, as as someone who's worked with you comedically yeah. in the past, I would say that it has even yeah, even if you're unaware of it. I think it would have to, right? I that's a, that's an interesting question in general. Is uh <clears throat> do you think do you think it's good for people like us that are trying to like uh you know, break into the world of comedy for lack of a better way to put that? Mm-hmm. Do you think it's good for us to consume a bunch of comedy? Or is it better that we not ignore it, but uh, like try not to be try, affected by? Yeah, it. so like you, you you develop something perhaps more original, or do you right? Th- or is it good to like to see what's out there and to like really be into it? Personally, yeah, I think that's a really fair question. Personally, I think that obviously I'm going to cop out and say I think it lies somewhere in between. Yeah. Um, I think that if you ignore comedy completely, yeah, as most things do, like I said, which I think is a total cop out. Mm. Um, but I think if you ignore comedy completely, then you, I mean, how else are you going to read what people like and what people don't like? I know you're doing comedy for yourself, but at some point, you have to pay attention to the audience. Yeah. You have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think part of paying attention to the audience is cultivating, in, like, and not just that, things you like and don't like. Right. I think it, it makes you a better writer and performer if you can identify things that you love when people do it and right. what people hate or things that you hate that when people do them. Right. And how else are you going to do that if you don't take other things in? I think I tend, I totally agree with that. And... I would say I'm almost sorry. No, please. I would almost lean more towards consuming more comedy, but that's just me. What I, were you gonna say? I, I mean, I agree with that too. The uh, 
I'll, I'll just also, if I were to cut my comedy consumption out, like, totally, mm-hmm. I would be left with almost nothing to do. Like, I, mean, yeah. I would have no joy in my life, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. That's really how I came to, like, that's a, an epiphany that I had after I graduated from college, before I moved to Chicago, was that oh. a lot of what I did, because I was very, I was really, really sad. I really enjoyed my, especially my senior year of college. Um, I was really sad just, like, sitting at home without my friends and without that, um, like, community. Yeah. And, <laughs> speaking of which, oh. I caught up on a bunch of community, oh. and I watched, like, a bunch of 30 Rock, and mm-hmm. I watched, like, all of Modern Family that had been put out up to that point. Is and that when you started listening to podcasts, too? Comedy yeah, podcasts? partially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was something that I picked up a little bit more when I got to Chicago. Mm-hmm. I got into, like, WTF. Hello. Um, oh, it's time for our special guest. <laughs> I don't know who it is. This is exciting. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's a package. <laughs> oh, he's here to deliver a package. <laughs> this just turned into something completely oh different. PCAS doesn't stand for pod anymore. It stands for porn. What'd you get? <laughs> I don't... She's opening it <laughs> silently with something in her mouth. <laughs> she, I wouldn't say that's silent. Oh, it's from probably Loft in <gasps> Taylor Loft. It's... It's... <laughs> it's, up to, it's a romper and you something else. You got a else. romper? <laughs> Did you get a jumper? Yeah. Ooh, that's British. Jumper, right. Jumper. What is a jumper? Is it a sweater? Yeah. Okay. What they call sweaters. Yes. Oh man, we're getting a fashion show. Oh. If only this were a video podcast. Oh man, yeah. Then you get to see what I'm wearing, everybody. <laughs> nothing. Wearing, I'm, yep, nothing, nothing <laughs> but a smile. Uh, and hats, because I. Oh, I those are bawling. cute. Ah, that's very nice. You, there were supposed to be three things, is what she's indicating. There are only two things. Oh, I'm sorry Maybe that only two things s- came in the middle of this podcast. Separate package. <laughs> <laughs> Um, That was fun. That was fun. It was a fun little interlude. Something I never could have expected. It's also 6 p.m. Since when does UPS deliver this late? Maybe maybe the rain slowed them down. There, I completely lost the train of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, we were talking, talking about, about UPS consuming. and getting clothes from them? Uh, no, 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 before that, before that. I don't remember a time before that. <laughs> Did they just <laughs> accept us? Um, no, what, what were we talking uh, about? We were talking about taking another comedy, deciding yeah. what you like and what you don't like. Oh, yeah, and you were saying that... Oh, you when, asked me if that's when I started liking podcasts. Right, That was something one. I more picked up when I got when to Chicago. Chicago. Gotcha. Okay, then. <laughs> Show's over. <laughs> I mean, this really may be as good a time as I need to wrap it up, because yeah. I usually try to keep it under... around a nice 45 minutes. Yeah, 50. yeah. Do you want to end the show by trying to speak in British accents? Oh, yeah, that's perfect. Okay. Um, what, what, uh, what, I know it, uh, you start. No, uh, what start. would you like to say? <laughs> uh, I, I don't really know uh, what... what 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 should I say? Uh, tickets are on sale now for uh, Wicked at the Wicked Old Vic. at the Old Vic. Yeah, check it out. Oh. This is awful. Let me try a different one. There's see, there's so many like Cockney. Yeah. I've never been Cock- very good at Cockney. Oi oi. Oh. Hello hello. Oh. Governor. Oh, hello. Uh, how do you solve a problem like Maria? <laughs> 
<laughs> West End side story. West End, uh, yep. <laughs> uh, that's a thing, I think. Um, uh, uh, what about... Uh, I never know, like, which, which accent goes to, like, which region. Like, the, you know, famously no the North and the South have, like, two different accents. I don't know it's anything. It's like, fucking Nolden Monkeys. It's yeah. like from, I think it's from Snatch or Lock. Oh, yeah. The two With the barrels. Dags. Do you like yeah, Dags? dags. The, the, I, yeah, I like Dogs, but I like Caravans more. That's, that's all right. That's okay. I feel like I've put us on the spot. That's, uh, yeah, I think if we were doing this... What do you think of my cute new romper? I think... Hey, that's perfect. That it's, it looks great. No. When are you When are you going to get her on the show? Because, I've I mean, been asking her to do it, and she thinks that she doesn't know enough about something to talk about for 45 minutes, which I crazy. think is bullshit. That's insane. Uh, so now I'm definitely putting her on the spot, because it's recorded. Um, before Stephanie takes this over and won't do her own podcast, uh, I'm going to close it up, because um, we fit the 50-minute mark. Oh, no. And no one wants to listen to me for longer than that. Uh, oh, it's not It's not you, it's me. Does uh, <laughs> uh, that always mean the opposite? Uh, if you want it to. I don't. Exactly. It's very sensitive. <laughs> Well, uh, we can close it in British accent. So uh, right, the yeah. thing that I say at the end to do. at the end of every podcast podcast the, the pod, the, is uh, that's a hard British word to say podcast or to say in British. I've never listened to anyone with a British accent say podcast. I don't think I listen to any British podcasts. Anyway, anyway I always say thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening and. Uh, I say to JB, I love you, and I mean that. Oh, thank you. I love you too, love. <laughs> oh. you're, right, you're right, flipping bird. Flaming red, flaming red, flaming red, flaming red, flaming red.